Hello, you're listening to More Questions Than Answers with your host Adrian Lee, the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. We have been nominated in the 2018 Podcast of the Year Awards and we need you to vote for us if you go to podcastawards.com. We've been nominated in the comedy section and in the people's choice if you go to podcastawards.com. We would be very grateful if you could vote for us on More Questions Than Answers. Then answers like, is it me, or doesn't anyone disappear in the Bermuda Triangle anymore? It's true, isn't it? Bermuda Triangle, don't go too near, looking at it from my angle. You've got to admire Barry Manilow, haven't you, for rhyming triangle with my angle. It's perfect, isn't it? It's the same Mm. word. I understand that. (laughs) He's done a great job then, hasn't he? He's winning. He's winning at life, is Barry Manilow. Hi America, hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you. To bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events. Of the mysterious supernatural unusual bizarre and just plain weird if you have just tuned in especially to hear the show then i admire your taste if you have just tuned in by accident then i admire your luck i am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the midwest plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door Now each week, we press our ears against my bedroom wall. Whatever my mother listened to before she went to bed, picks and pulls on her unconscious mind as she's snoring. Let's have a listen. (laughs) Yep, Copacabana. She's nailed it. (laughs) Couldn't be anything else, could it? Oh, good God. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly... The mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. <laughs> she is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. 
For Heather, being clean and sober means she's had a shower and she's heading to the liquor store. Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. I didn't know you were watching me. What, in the shower or walking to the liquor store? Both. Both, absolutely. It can make you go blind, you know. Did you wear pants? No. No, I just watched her naked. (laughs) Wow. I also wish to introduce... The man and crazy... Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle doesn't use personal trainers. She's never exercised and thought, man, I wish someone hot was criticizing me right now. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hello. They're mad, they're bad, and they're paranormal. This is season three, episode 19. So we enter the first round that we call General Lack of knowledge. With the non-alcoholic gong of infinite knowledge, with the tomato juice of statistics and the cup of tea of facts, stand back, ladies. I'm in my pants. (laughs) It's impressive, right? Mm. Worth every penny. On this very day, in 1964, the Friends actress Courtney Cox was born. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I can't believe that strange and fascinating facts about... No. Oh, okay. We're going to go with Friends. (laughs) I never watched that show. Nor do I. We'll Mm. do great. Mm. During the course of the series, what on Friends was switched halfway through. And you're thinking numerology here, I think. I'll give you a clue. I'll let Morris go first. She's done very well. Rachel's partner. Rachel's partner has been swapped many times. Yes. I'm amazed you even know the woman's name. Uh, you have to, don't you? No, you don't. Yes, because there was a haircut called the Rachel. Ugh. Wow. I see we're picking all of our... We can't have our favourite subjects week in, week out, can we? No. There might be a listener out there that has actually watched Friends and enjoys it and likes middle class, you know, wit and repartee where everyone's got plenty of money and there's no... Black. And they all hang out at a coffee shop? Yes, with no ethnic groups or any kind of problems. Right. Michelle, what was swapped numerologically halfway through the series of Friends? Anything to do with numbers, you can jump in anytime you want. I'm going to have to get the WD-40 out squirted in your ear. Apartment number. Oh, you are on fire, Cory. What? Unbelievable. She watched They're it. Door I, never, yes. I, I watched like I've one episode. I've never seen Well, it was none earlier, so what are we going with? None or one? What are you working on here? Uh, well... I've never seen any. Wow. Yes, you've mm. won. Their door numbers were swapped. Monica was originally five and then went to 20. Chandler went from four to 19 because producers realized it didn't make any sense that they were living on a really high floor but had low apartment numbers. I will give you three remarkable, outstanding, Ooh. tripedial mm, thank you. points. It was publicized. Is it Lisa Kudrow? Is that her name? I think we're so. We're working in the dark here, aren't we? Quite literally. Was afraid of what animal? When it was brought onto the set. So an animal was brought onto the set as part uh-huh. of the show. She was scared of it. She had a phobia monkey. of this animal. You're going to go with monkey, are yeah. you? Why would you say that? Marcel the monkey. Marcel. This is... this is, See what's happening. I've never seen an episode of Friends in my life. It's the only character Marcel I... Marcel the monkey. It's the only character I remember. You're going to go with monkey. Yes. That leaves the rest of it's the animal... It's Matt LeBlanc. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, there's a fine line, isn't there? Nice. You're putting your chips on red and black this week, I see. (laughs) You have the whole of the animal kingdom to work with. Miss Corrie, what animal was Lisa Kudrow scared of when it was brought onto the set? It was a... Cat. I'm afraid I cannot give the points away. It was a duck. 
As Miss Morris quite rightly said, Ross also had a pet monkey called Marcel. Thank you. That was actually played by two monkeys, but was written out of the show in the season two because it became too time consuming to shoot the scenes with an untrained simian. The monkey was also difficult, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. I love this show. We also wish a happy birthday to Neil Patrick Harris on this very day. Of I course. love him. Doogie Howser, of course. Doogie Howser. He was born in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I can't believe that strange, fascinating and bizarre laws of New Mexico. Picture no. the scene. Picture the scene. You're waiting on tables. You're in Albuquerque. You have a couple that you need to serve. They've got their menu. You've got your menus in your hand. You're giving them out. You've got your notepad. You're going to make sure that they've got their beer. But if you show your customers this, you will get arrested in Albuquerque and all around New Mexico. Waitresses and waiters are not allowed to show this for fear of doing a diamond chino, apparently. Anything you'd like to share with us, Miss Morris? Your pen. Your pen. You're halfway mm. there. <laughs> oh, hang on. That was rather inappropriate, wasn't it, madam? I say, with my reputation, that's outrageous. Wow. That's the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. You're going to go with pen. You're not allowed to show anyone your pen. I'm showing you my pen now. Ooh. See? This could be illegal in New Mexico. It's little. <laughs> yes, but it works really well, and it keeps going for hours. <laughs> Except mm-hmm. when it's cold. Yeah. Yes, and then I have to breathe on the end to get it going. Ooh. We're going to get taken off air within the first eight minutes, aren't we? Yes! Michelle Corrie, we're living on the edge. I want to know what you can't show, what you can't present if you're a waiter in New Mexico to your clients. I'm going to say the wine list. I cannot believe that none of you said your privates, your twig and berries, the old carrot and onions. I said that. The gentleman. I said you were halfway there. <laughs> I gave you enough clues, Morris. What kind of outfit is this? I don't know, but I'd like to go. In, <laughs> what, in what state is it not illegal right. for a waiter to get out his twig and berries? Or your lady business. Oh, your lady business. Do you know your balls are in my soup? I don't know. You hum it, I'll play it. I knew we shouldn't have gone to that restaurant. <laughs> Tonight's specials all come with my witty humour and desperate attempt no. to charm a large tip out of you and your mistress. No, no. It is against the law to carry this down Main Street in New Mexico. It's lunchtime. I'm going to give you clues. It's lunchtime. You've decided you're going to go for a walk. It's a lovely sunny day. You're in New Mexico. You cannot carry this down Main Street. And I'm not looking at twig and berries this time. Ah. So there we go. You're having your lunch hour. Your brelly you're again. Gonna go, you're going to go with umbrella, are you? Yep. Lots of rain in New Mexico in the desert, mm-hmm. is there? Yeah, precipitation, something to be problematic in New Mexico in the summer months. Uh Uh-huh. Umbrella. Yep, brelly. You're going to go there, yeah? Yep. You say umbrella to everything you don't know on this quiz show. Brelly. One day it will be right. It will be. Michelle Corey, what are you not allowed to carry in your hand in lunch hour in New Mexico? Croquet mallet. That's very unusual and very bizarre, and I don't know where your brain is going. It's your lunchbox, would you believe? Can you believe that? Can you imagine being in prison? You're in your cell. You're asking, what are you in here for? Oh, I'm armed robbery. Oh, wow, 15 years armed robbery. Right? What are you in here? Sexual assault. Wow, 10 years. What about you? I had a Hello Kitty lunchbox. And they go, oh, no, it's a lifer. He's going to see old Sparky. This is what's going to happen. What's the reason behind it? I have absolutely no idea. I cannot tell you. There are some very strange and bizarre laws. Perhaps someone once had a lunchbox with them that had some rather lurid designs on it. 
perhaps a little bit of titillation nasty food nasty food any of these things it's a strange old world in which we live in but yes if you're in albuquerque if you're your lunch hour if you have a hello kitty lunchbox yeah. you will be arrested and you're doing a diamond chino in quemado new mexico why would the local newspaper get into trouble for printing your name yeah, Miss Morris, you've come third in the synchronized drowning competition. <laughs> yeah. You've made the local papers. Your parents are very proud. You've got a rosette. Mm-hmm. You've pinned it up in your bedroom next to your Farrah Fawcett poster and a picture of David Soul. But. Who's that? If your name. Wow. The 70s was something that happened to other people, wasn't it? I was born then. It doesn't matter. But if the local newspaper prints your name, you could sue them. They could be in a lot of trouble. They could be breaking the law because. You didn't give them permission. There it's you private. Go. You're going to go with that, are you? Yes. Michelle Corey. Because you might be a felon. It is because. We're not doing very well, are we? Three no. points you're leading. Everyone else has got a decade. If they spell your name wrong, it's actually illegal. They can get into a lot of trouble for spelling your name wrong, apparently. Hmm. A spelling mistake ruined my marriage. Did you know that? I just thought I'd share that with you. I text, I'm having a wonderful time. Wish you were her. Oh. I love this show. Boo. Women are banned from being what in public? There. Men. You are. Women are banned from being men in public. I'm a lady. They can't walk around. They can't go to the zoo. I'm a lady and I do ladies things like sewing and crochet and knitting. Wow. You are not allowed to walk around in public if you're a woman and you haven't done this. Well, now you changed the question. Well, I thought I'd give you a chance. You're looking at me as if we're speaking different languages. We are. Uh-huh. What was the question again? Exactly. Just say umbrella and you'll be in with a chance. Ooh, brelly. <laughs> you're not going to get away with that. What are you going to go with? Man. You're not allowed to be a man in public if you're a woman. Yep. That's a reasonable thing to say, I guess. If you haven't done this to yourself? That's right. If you haven't done this to yourself. Ooh, if you haven't shaved. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jump in on Corrie's go. What are you <laughs> going with, Michelle? Um, combed your hair. <laughs> <laughs> she gave you the answer. I pointed and said use her answer and you okay. still didn't go there. You are not allowed to be out in public if you haven't shaved. Wow, she's got her mother's beard. Did you know that? Mm. My mother's legs are so hairy. When I was born, I had rug burns. It is uh, also illegal to improperly use official anthems. You cannot use official national and state anthems in any kind of way. You can't mash them up. You can't do a hip-hop mash-up of Au Fair, New Mexico. You will be in a lot of trouble. I was once asked to play the Maple Leaf Forever, and I said, I can't do that. I get tired after an hour. Mm. I'm going to give you a topic you should all know lots about. Mm-hmm. We've oh. gone through friends. We've gone through the laws of the state of New Mexico, without much success, I have to say. Disappointment abounds itself in every way, shape and form. Yeah. There we go. On this very day, in 2005, Batman Begins was released. Directed, of course, by Christopher Nolan and starring Christian Bale and Michael Caine. Okay. Can you believe that was 2005? No. no. 12, 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Where's my life? It's disappearing through my fingers like grains of sand as we mm-hmm. speak. For the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I can't believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating fact about Batman. There. Something you should know something about, I would think. Christian Bale only agreed to play Batman 
if yeah, in the trilogy Christian Bale said, I'm only going to play Batman, but... There was no nipples on the bat suit. Wow. I like that. As in like Val Kilmer. I like that idea. Mm. Yeah, you see, Corrie's listening. She's doing well. She's in the lead. Well, I won't insult her. What are you going to go with? <laughs> if it's gritty. If it's gritty. He only agreed mm. to play Batman in the trilogy if there was no Robin involved, apparently. He didn't want Robin anywhere huh? near that. There we go. The Lamborghini, driven by Bruce Wayne in the film, is called a Murcielago. What does Murcielago mean in Spanish? That's all you've got. That's it. Simple points, right? Throwing them away. I'm practically giving them to you like it's Christmas. Murcielago in Spanish. Forgiveness Island. Forgiveness Island. Really? Murcielago. Yes. You're going to go with Forgiveness Island? Yeah. Is that some sort of show I should be made aware of on the History Channel? Maybe. Yes. You've no idea, have you? Yes. You're sure you don't want to go with Umbrella at this stage? Yes. Michelle Corrie. It's actually relevant in many ways to the film we're discussing. There is a link. I'm not, it's not random. Miss Morris, you can jump in and have another go if you wish. It's not random. There is a link. It's a large something. It's a large something. A Mercy Alago. I'd like a mercy. large mercy, please. Well, big forgiveness. You want big forgiveness, do you? Well, what have you done? The mare is the sea. In French it is. We're in Spain now, oh. Miss Corrie. It means, and this is very bizarre, and I do like a compound noun, because the Germans oh call boy. it a Fledermaus, which is a flying mouse. It means bat. Murcielago oh. is actually bat, would you believe? Bat Island? Cool. That was then, but this is now. Oh, no. And you're not getting Bat Island, no. You're not throwing that in. <laughs> bat Island. We get to our favourite part of the show. It's the <gasps> part of the show that we call the Mailbag. We loves mailbag. Each week, I love reading out your messages of support. I love reading out your letters. If you go onto Facebook and search for more questions than answers with Adrian Lee, we will read out your comments. Tell me what you like about the show. Tell me the bits you don't like, and I'll send those to my mother. Mm. Leslie, all the way in Iowa, has posted, you guys end a boring and drab week with a fun and loopy, goofy, good time. <laughs> To us. Keep on keeping on. Leslie's listening, of course, at 10 p.m. Central Time. You can catch us first. 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network every Friday, come rain or shine. And we have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Tommy Maryland then added, I love the new time slot. I work from 3 a.m. on Friday, so it kind of breaks up. My evening. Superb show last night. I love it. There Aww. we go. That's very kind Thanks, Tom. of Tom. Tom's also listening on SoundCloud. If you wish to listen to the show, we've archived every show we've done for the last five years. So if you're on a long car journey, if you're cutting the grass, if you're in the gym, if you're walking the dog, if you're watching Batman trilogies with the sound turned down, or you've decided <laughs> for whatever reason to watch the box set of friends because you don't like yourself and you have no self-worth you can listen to our show if you go to soundcloud.com search for mqta radio and if you're listening right now in our archives which are all free all of those shows for the last five years full of fun frivolity spooky interesting facts why not press the little orange love heart and show us how much you love the show and remember we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show and around we call Not For Your Mother. These are the stories from around the world we find that are naughty. Naughty. They're laden with innuendos. Innuendos. There's 
filth. Oh, filthy. And some people say it's their favourite part of the show, but we cannot read them out on air. So at the top Mm. of the era, instead of staying on the channel, why not nip to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio, you get an extra 25 minutes of filth in a round we call Not For Your Mother. Mm. Tom then goes on to say, thanks to Heather, Adrian and Cheryl, my Fridays are much better. There we go. (laughs) Hello, Cheryl. How are you, Cheryl? Who's Cheryl? I don't know, but you're on three points. (laughs) Cheryl's on three points. Wow. Adrian, Heather, and Cheryl. (laughs) Hello. I love this show. I'll be whatever you want me to be. John in Illinois has just joined Patreon, and he has written, okay, I am now a Patreon supporter. Now be funny. (laughs) Sorry, John. Now be funny. So disappointing. He Aww. says everyone needs to support this show, damn yes, it, is what he that's says. True. Thank you so much. But we much. have a lot of followers on Patreon. This show is free. It'll always be free. We love doing this show. Yes. We have an entertaining time. Yes. We enjoy mm-hmm. each other's company. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. there we go. It's a Friday <laughs> night. You have a few drinks, ladies, don't you? Yep. I sit yes. here with my cup of tea. It's all good. We have a wondrous time. But. We have studio costs. We have to pay for studio costs. We have paper we have to pay for. All of the Mm. platforms that we are on, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Brussels Sprouts, they're all having to be paid for. So if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show, one dollar, 100 new pennies, you cannot even buy a Mars bar for that, Miss Morris. Do you know that? Yes. Inflation these days, you cannot buy a mask. What are we going to do if we get 100 supporters? Oh, would you like to tell everybody? As soon as we reach the $100 threshold, we're going to put up a webcam and the Not For Your Mother segment is going to be videoed for our patrons only. Yes. we. I have fought for many Uh-oh. years not to get cameras in here. I thought to myself, we cannot get cameras in this room because you wear very little clothing, the two of you, to be honest. There's so? nothing but rudeness. <laughs> Lots of rudeness. Yes. Right? So? We... You know, you sign language quite a lot. A lot. A lot of sign language. Yes. I often think you're trying to tell me that you want one point extra. I'll give you two. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want a fresh one, Jelly? Mm. So, if we reach the $100 threshold, we will put cameras in the studio for everyone to see us with our shenanigans. Uh-oh. I know, it's dangerous times, right? Martin dangerous. is also a patron, of course. Martin in New York. Martin. Many, Love many you. people support us for a single dollar. And that just keeps us chugging along nicely. So we support that. And we want to thank the ones we have now. They're fabulous. Thank you so much. We have a great time. Again, if you go to facebook.com, search for MQTA Radio. In fact, search for more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. All of tonight's stories are on there. All of the jokes, the cartoons, the banter, all of the shenanigans, the cartoons. There's a lot on there. It's like one big, happy family. (laughs) Oh, we should call it Squirrel World. Yeah. Squirrel World. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't say it very well. I actually think there's a Squirrel World in Britain. I think I've been there. I'll have to look that up. I actually believe a Squirrel World actually exists. (laughs) What's it like? What's Squirrel? This is racism. This is (laughs) racism. If you're picking on me because of my accent and where I come from. Do it again. Squirrel. What does Squirrel World consist of? Squirrel. Have a guess. There's lots of world and plenty of what? Nuts. What are they doing? <laughs> squirrels. What are they doing? Climbing trees like, and eating Why would nuts? you go there? Because you like squirrels. <laughs> I get the feeling you're dragging me along just for me to say the word squirrel. And world. Say it again together. 
what am I? Some sort of trained Please. monkey? Squirrel world. <laughs> I don't Thank understand you. why that's so funny. Barbara in Florida. Florida! Has written. On the woman who said a ghost took a picture of herself in bed. Remember last week's story? She sat in bed. She claims a ghost came into her bedroom, took a photograph of her. She knew nothing about it. She claimed she did not take the picture. But when I opened up the story, see, Barbara's opened up the story. She took a closer look, a look at the picture. She said what appears to be her left arm holding the phone. Yep. She says extra points to Heather and Cheryl for calling bunk. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Let's drink. Again, all this is on Facebook. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. We have 6,100 followers on there. Finally, Kevin in Minnesota posted. <gasps> Come, Kevin. Another great show. Heather and Michelle seemed a little out of it last night. Mm-hmm. No. Can of wine, table three. Mm. Ooh, could be the full key. Can of wine. Yes, that Japanese wine looks and tastes terrible. I wouldn't no, put it on my delicious. chips. Delicious. Delightful. You two have no palate from eating hot dogs all your life. I just want to share that with you. You can visit us on our Twitter account if you go to Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have a hundred thousand listeners on there. And if you're looking for a fabulous, fun, spooky, interesting summary, don't take my word for it. Go on to Amazon, search for Adrian Lee, read all of the reviews for my books on ghosts, hauntings and history. And don't forget, I have the book, How to Be a Christian Psychic, what the Bible says about healers, mediums and paranormal investigators. Now, very quickly and very briefly, before we move on, with the round that is ghosts and hauntings, you complain week in, week out, that you don't get questions that you know anything about. Mm. You know nothing about New Mexico. No. You knew nothing about Friends. No. Batman was limited, to be fair. Sadly. So I'm going to ask you questions about you. And if you don't get them wrong, all right. (laughs) You're going to look a little odd, aren't you? Yeah. So fairly simple start, Michelle. Mm-hmm. They're all questions about you and your life. Okay. You should get these right, yeah? I there shouldn't hope be any so. room for manoeuvre, should there? I'll make up something good. What does Michelle mean? Yeah? What's the name it's Michelle mean? French for Michael. French for what? <laughs> French for Michael. <laughs> all right, what does Michael mean? It's an angel. It's an angel. <laughs> so you don't know what your name means, is what you're telling Not me. Not really, no. So I'm asking you questions about you and you still mm. can't answer them. It means who is like God? You are like God. No. You are like God. Not really. Godliness <laughs> is next to cleanliness. So unfortunately, in the round that we started called You Should Know About You, uh-huh. you've scored a duck egg straight off the bat. Okay. Wow. Miss Morris, you're November birthday, aren't you? Uh-huh. You're a, what star sign's that, of course? What do you think it It's is? a Scorpio, isn't yeah, it? You do it things in the shadows and behind the scenes. So you should know what your birthstone is. Yes, it's a topaz. <gasps> Miss Morris has won some points. She actually knows about herself. Yay, this is Daniel actually described in the New Testament as angels looking shimmering in bright topaz. So topaz was Ooh. actually used to describe angels, if you want to Beautiful. look that up. Daniel does say that. But you're absolutely right. Miss Morris has won some points for knowing about herself. Michelle, you were born and raised in Moira, Minnesota. I was. So you're going to know instantly what the city was named after. Yeah. Moira, Sweden. Wow. More points because you know about yourself. See how easy this Yay. is. You are now up to a nice round Swedish fish of five. Pack. Heather, your middle name is Kay. Mm-hmm. Heather Kay Morris. What does Kay mean? There. It's a letter in the alphabet. It is a letter in the alphabet. Well spotted. Yes. So what does it mean? I don't know. Kay, a deer, a female deer. <laughs> there was, in the Knights of the Round Table, 
oh. King Arthur, there was a Sakai. He was one of the knights, like Sir Galahad. He was. And he was a knight of the round table. So your middle name is named after Sir Kay, who was a knight of the round table. Who cares? Michelle, who cares about your name? Who cares? <laughs> Michelle, your last name is Irish, of course. So you yes. won't, you'll be able to tell me straight away what Corrie means. I was told it means quarry in Gaelic. I may give you half a point. There's two meanings. One is cauldron. But the other one means a dwelling that's near a hollow. And of course, a quarry would be a hollow near a dwelling. So I'm going to give you half a point for that. You're not a million miles away. You are now up to a nice, round, quarried, chiseled five and a half. Mm -hmm. Miss Morris, you're a Scorpio. We already know that. All you Mm. need to tell me is what elements Scorpios are. Water. You are doing very well at knowing yourself. I thought I was going to set you up for failure tonight. And you actually managed to get some points. I'm very... Very impressed. We now run into the round that is ghost and haunting. Cheryl is on five and a half. I am yet to score. And Miss Morris is not far behind on five. Remember, this is ghosts and hauntings. And what don't we do, ladies? Orbs. We do not do. (laughs) Orbs. And I'm now deaf in my left ear. Teen shot killed while searching for ghosts with friends at Seattle Park. A teen was shot and killed while searching for ghosts with friends in South Seattle Park. That is a reputation for being haunted. Well, it will be now, won't it? They've yep. guaranteed that. Officers and medics responded to the scene in Martha, Washington Park at around 12.30 a.m. Saturday after witnesses began calling 911 to report that a 17-year-old boy had been shot multiple times. Jeez. After arriving at the park, first responders found the teen in a wooded area. Suffering from three gunshot wounds, said Detective Patrick McCall of Seattle Police. Medics treated the victim at the scene and rushed him to Harborview Medical Center, where he died of his injuries. Witnesses told officers the teen was with a group of friends in the dark, in a wooded area of the park, searching for ghosts, when shots were fired from outside the woods, striking the teen. Investigators aren't sure yet whether the ghost hunters were targeted or just in the wrong place at the wrong time. No suspect description was immediately available. Anyone with information about the shooting is urged to contact Seattle police. In the dark, Mm -hmm. in the woods, Mm -hmm. with blinking equipment, most citizens are armed. If the local population, if there was a redneck, you would think perhaps UFOs. I'm thinking of Rendlesham Forest in Britain, where they had the flashing lights in the Mm -hmm. forest outside the American airbase. Bigfoot. We had a discussion several weeks ago. That during the filming of Return of the Jedi in California, the guy dressed as the Wookiee had to have people around him with flash orange so he didn't get shot in the woods by people that thought he was a Bigfoot on the set, right? That's mm-hmm. when I was sick. That's when you were sick. Well, now you know a little bit more there about yeah. Star Wars, don't you? We had a great time, by the way. We had a fabulous time. Hey, shadow with you. Cheryl's not Also, happy. we discussed Star Wars. <laughs> oh, the food was incredible. We had cakes, <laughs> honestly. We had strippers. It was incredible. Dilly dilly. Yes, we didn't have any of that. (laughs) There's no dilly dilly in here. And this is another reason why we can't have cameras in the room. (laughs) You you can't do mimes, Miss Corrie, because obviously no one's going to see them. Yes, they can. Mm -hmm. In your psychic strange well that is the madness of your walnut, maybe. Yeah. Mystery in the park or a shot in the dark? You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Think you have a ghost in your home? Well, there's no need to panic. Before you go running to the phone seeking help from your local paranormal investigation team, 
There are a few things that you should do to establish whether you have a genuine haunting going on in your home or even place of work. This is a public information show. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. That's got to be worth a dollar of anyone's money, do you not think? Yeah. Can I just add, by the way, if you go to Patreon, if you spend your dollar and you become a Patreon member on More Questions and Answers, MQTA Radio, you get two episodes that have never, ever been on air and never will be. We did two separate episodes just of all the not-for-your-mother stuff, the gory stuff, the sexual stuff, just two whole complete episodes, like an Easter egg Uh that no one else can access. And what do we call those shows? Uh, For the life of me, I can't remember. That's just gross. Oh, that's just gross. Well, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. That's and just gross. gross. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a flavor of things, right? And it's salty with a hint of anchovy. And yeah. actually, we're building up a stack of more stories yep. to do another episode that will only be on Patreon. I do. I have a stack of stories sat beside me. It looks like that's a right. whole forest. Yep. All right. Well, this information is coming to you from spectrum paranormal investigations and we'll kind of lend some of our information too but there are a set of protocols in place things that requires from all clientele before it takes on a case so here the team shares the advice it gives to anybody who believes they have seen a ghost are you ready i'm i've got my Pen, oh, and I've breathed on the end of it. it. I'm ready to go. I'm poised and my pen is moist. Well, firstly, you have to take into account all factors surrounding your experience. And these can range from your state of mind at the present time to are you familiar with a location or has this experience taken place somewhere that you already believe to be haunted? Like the woods. Or a school or a sanitarium or... If you go down to the woods today, Mm. you'll be sure of a big surprise. Or a small one. I've always had small ones. If you go down to the woods today, you'll never believe your eyes. I'm not falling for that again. There. There's some candy back there if you want to look for it. No. Right down there. Right down in that hollow. I don't like that candy. Right down in that quarry. No. Oh, butt truffles. Are you going (laughs) to... Go looking for butt truffles. I've got a dog that sniffs for butt truffles. I just thought I'd share that with you. I love him. He's going to make me rich. You're going to make me rich. Beans who finds butt truffles. He's digging in the backyard, and I swear he's found more in 10 minutes digging in the backyard than the Curse of Oak Island found in five series. He's come up with a button. He's got coconut fiber. Yeah. I'm waiting for the two-horned broadsword. That's your paranormal pug, that is. Paranormal pug. No. Well, you also have to mark down your initial sighting. They say try to remember as much detail as possible, even though it may not have been a terrifying experience. This will help determine what type of encounter you may have had. Uh, duh. It sounds like a MUFON data collection sheet. It's we have terrible. these sheets. Oh my! What happened there? Did that come out your nose? Oh, what do we do with that? I don't have a, I don't have rules for that. We're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game. But I've, I don't have rules for coming out your nose. Is that two shots? What are we looking at here? Who's going to clear that up? <coughs> oh, no. Nice. <coughs> Lovely. You just wait until my strange story. I guarantee she's going to spill it. She goes green very quickly. Need the bucket? Yeah, you'll Her gag reflex is incredible. Well, you also have to obtain evidence. And I don't know what that means when it's just, you know, Jane Smith who lives in her house But they say, if you're still at the location and haven't run for the hills, then we would ask that as much evidence you could obtain would help. This could range from taking pictures to recording sounds of the environment. Granny Smith isn't going to have a recorder. 
you got one on your phone. I just thought I'd share that with you. You My have grandma, one on your phone. She doesn't have fancy phone. When I do See? psychic readings, I say to the client, if you want to record mm-hmm. this, you can just put your phone well, on there and they go. leave it running for an hour. Well, then they go into helpful equipment and the only piece of equipment they mention is an EMF. A That's K2 it. meter. That's it. The flashing light display. That is the it's K2 meter. Yeah, just get go out and get a recorder from Shopco or... Do they even have those everywhere? Probably not. Walmart, so. Walmart. Walmart. Buy one at Walmart. Them. You want a nice cheap one. One that doesn't have any filters on it. A really dirty, gritty. Been around the block a few times. Mm. Dirty. Deep. It's wearing pajama pants. Yeah, you do, you want that. You don't want one of these newfangled, <laughs> exciting, top-of-the-range ones that filters out all the rubbish. Because you want the rubbish. No, You want the stuff true. in the background. You don't want it to filter it out for you, do you? you I'll need write to a book it. on that one day. Oh. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Miss Morris. What's your book called? Oh, I can't remember. I told you and you said it was stupid. The sounds of... Oh, the sounds in silence. You're going to write a book. Yet you've not put pen to paper. Not a single word has been written. No, I've put finger to key. But you're going to call it the sounds... In silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I know, right? I'm writing a book. I think it's brilliant. You're writing a book, are you, Michelle? Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to help me color it in with you, or what are you doing with it? You're funny, Mr. Man. <laughs> what, what's your, wow. You see what I have to put up with? You see this? Just constant abuse. I have no self-worth. Honestly, my, my ego's in the gutter. Well, dare I ask what your book's going to be on? No, it's a secret. It's a secret book. Mm, like that it. one's been written already. <laughs> I love this show. I, I think between you and me, she's making it up. Jimmy, you're the playground. I'm going to write a book. I've written a book. You bought that book. I'm uh, writing a book. Uh, 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 uh. Girlfriend. Watch this. Wow. I'll help you with the long words, so don't worry. Hold Will my you? beer. Yeah. Hold my beer. I'm going to write a trilogy. <laughs> Quality. That's how Harry Potter was written. It's true. Well, it also says that if you really think something's going on, that you should seek help from a local spiritual leader or your local paranormal team. Do not try in any way to try to make contact with the entity. Are you there? Doing this could be disastrous if the spirit is malevolent. You know, this is so lacking and Yes, why are we even reading this out? I'm not giving you any points. No points for Morris. And then it goes into safe practices when you're dealing with a supposed haunting. And it says, Wicca seems to be favored by many. What? What? I have no idea where you're getting this from. It, from this Sally Struthers team. <laughs> <laughs> School for television repair. Sounds legit. TVPCR Let's book a term. I've got a diploma on the wall in a nice frame. I narrowed $85,000. Where's my life going? Uh, Duh. I can fix a VCR. <laughs> Well, it says you could also spray salt I'm sorry? water. So I'm not spraying anything. The only thing you spray is Febreze. <laughs> Gets rid of the negative ions. Wow, I've got plenty of negative ions. Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Well, this could also come in a form of relaxing music like Kenny G. I borrowed yours once, remember, Mr. Lee? Yes, and you haven't given it back. It makes me want to kill myself. I what, know. Kenny G? Yes. Well, let's not stop her. <laughs> You put that on. <laughs> if you was at death's door, I'd pull you through. Don't worry. Oh, and never do this. You must <gasps> never try to make direct contact with the spirit using a means of communication such as a Ouija or seance unless you are fully trained in these methods. Yes, so I went to seance, that. a Ouija board school. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sally Struthers. <laughs> Planchette moving, lesson one. So what 
evidence is there of ghosts? I'm only going to give you one point out of the four that they had here. Thank God for that. Well, writing down such things like times you see objects moving when you know consciously where it had previously been and placed, or even if you begin to smell uncommon odors, Mr. Lee, in some cases people say it's a putrid smell of rotten eggs. Mm. That could mean a... Mine smell of an open, freshly opened box of wax crowns there. I couldn't (laughs) be more specific. only when you take Beano. That does have an effect on me. I eat Beano. It's terrible. It's like, what's nothing wrong with an open box of fresh crowns? She wasn't here when we had that discussion. Ghost school. Or the woman's a fool. You decide to go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Most haunted. Did the team miss a ghost? Video reveals unknown object. The clip shows the moment the cast from British paranormal series Most Haunted are trying to locate a ghost named Cornelius. They scour the building while shouting his name. Cornelius. Cornelius. You're almost there, aren't you? Almost there. Isn't that from... Planet Rudolph? of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Yes. Cornelius is the elf. No, it's Planet of the Apes, I tell you. Yeah, that too. Well. Hoping for some kind of activity. Then suddenly presenter Yvette Fielding is left spook, claiming she heard footsteps. Oh, she screams and flees the scene as the camera pans around. That's unusual. She never does that. Mm-mm. A second look at the footage appears to reveal an eerie white figure following the group as they run away. Since it was shared yesterday, it has already racked up more than 2,500 hits. And viewers were quick to offer their opinions. Can One... I call Bunk yet? Yay! No, if you opinion. are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort <laughs> drinking game, you can now have a shot wherever you are, anywhere in the world. No need to finish. One viewer... Oh. <laughs> no. <sighs> no. Really? This is where we are, is it? (laughs) Yeah. Next. But others were not as convinced, believing it is actually something in the man's hand, which looks like a ghost, because of the night vision. Brilliant. One can only imagine. Hey, Michelle, does this look like a ghost to you through the night vision? No. Night vision, night vision. (laughs) They know how to use it. Or a complete crock of shenanigans. Mm. You decide, go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. You can see the video for yourself. Miss Corrie, you're currently on five and a half points. What have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? A mum captured the ghost of an elderly woman watching her Bunk. son. <laughs> if you are playing the bell, bunk and snoop drinking game. You can now... Take your shot of the evening, yes. your third one. You were bunked in the title. That's impressive. How many times have you been bunked in the title? A lot. It's incredible. What does that mean? I don't know, but you <laughs> haven't really got into the swing of things yet, have you? Let the woman finish. Let her finish. Can we call bunk another couple of times? There'll be people drunk in Japan, Korea, the Philippines, Serbia, Brazil. I was going to say we had new listeners from Na- Magnesia. Magnesia, but it was Malaysia. Milk. <laughs> if you're listening in Magnesia, thank you. Why am I here? Why am I here? It was Malaysia. Yeah. Look, he's oh, magnesium. Cool. If you're drinking milk in Magnesia or Malaysia or anywhere else, did you, you are... toss the story? Yep. She's just thrown it away. <laughs> I'll give you two points. You're now up to seven and a half. Woof, woof. If you wish to see the ghost of the Victorian woman in the house in Michelle Corrie's story that she never read, 
Pass the opening title. You are more than welcome to do so if you go to our Facebook site. Trust me, it's worth a look. Mm. A heartbroken man says his girlfriend dumped him because the ghost of a seven-foot-tall circus ringmaster followed him home from an exorcism. Oh, I'd dump him for the ringmaster, too. I'm circus-sized. A seven-foot-tall ringmaster followed him home from the circus. Yes, he's a ghost. Ed Booker, 37, took part in the sinister ritual to rid his home of evil spirits, but he never realized the horrifying consequences it would have on his life. Mm. He claims his health rapidly went downhill and unexplainable things started to happen after he participated in the paranormal cleansing. He says, die, was scrawled on the inside of the windows and he even snapped an image showing the menacing circus worker lurking down a darkened corridor haunted by a circus can you shut them elephants up i'm trying to get to sleep can you imagine you in bed everything's there you've got the sea lions it's all going on you are being haunted by a circus it's following you around i don't I believe in be circuses awesome you don't believe in circuses not with animals that one's bunk too i'm sorry if you're playing the bell bunk and snort drinking game you're now allowed to have Another shot. We're doing very well. There'll be a lot of drunk people listening to this show on a Friday night. The final straw for his girlfriend, Donna Hall, 31, came when she was attacked and pinned down by a macabre force at their home in Worthing, West Sussex. Circus monkey. Mm. He said the ghost... What's a circus... Haunted by a circus (laughs) monkey called Marcel. That's right. Evil clown. Evil. He said this ghost is ruining my life. My ex was attacked and pinned down. I've had mediums come in. I've been covered in custard and confetti. I've had people walking in and out of my car with the doors falling off. There's been lions, tigers, cats in tutus haunting my life. You're I've, lying. I've he made didn't all that up. No, he never said any of that. I've woken up with painful scratches down my arm. There, there's the tiger. It has destroyed my relationship. My health is still suffering quite a lot. Mm. I'm always depressed. Once I get out of the house, I perk up. But my mood drops as soon as I come back to the tent. I don't know. (laughs) (sighs) Good one. (laughs) People have said it's not the flat that's evil. It's you. It's attached itself to you. Head has always been interested in the supernatural. And he's also taken part in several exorcisms as part of a ghost hunting group. The dark tale started when he and a team of paranormal investigators were called to rid a family home of dark forces. Stop. Hammer time. I'm saying stop because being a part of a paranormal team, I have never in 12 years been part of an exorcism. And he's saying he's practically doing one a week. One a week. Yeah, no. I don't like the idea that you're lying in bed, right? You're being haunted by circus creatures, circus performers. You're lying in bed. It's three o'clock in the morning. You hear a noise just in the corner of your room. like. It wakes you up. You open one eye. You pull your covers tighter as the darkness starts to unfold. And swirling in the mist, coming towards you in a miasma, is a clown who's making balloon model animals. Yeah. Zippy. Before you know where you are, there's a giraffe on the other bed in a luminous primrose yellow balloon shape. He's twisting it all around. What about the clown with asthma? Yes, he's a clown with asthma, which is what you want if you're making balloon models, isn't it? <laughs> Look at that clown over there. <laughs> Wheezy. <laughs> Oi, Wheezy, where's my balloons? Get <laughs> 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 a minute. my deal. 
Yes, Wheezy the Clown's making balloon animals. Of course he is. What could possibly go wrong? I'm bored. Me too. Next. <laughs> then this figure came up in the middle of us. I can only describe it as a circus ringmaster dressed in all black with a big top hat and a shovel on his shoulder. It's the fat controller from Thomas the Tank Engine. Go circus ringmaster or what a disaster. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee where all the circus fun and circus peanuts are there for mm-hmm. you all. Delight. Uh-uh. At the end of that round, Michelle's on seven and a half. I've scored four. Heather's on seven as we move into the round that we call UFOs and cryptozoologists, green men, and very hairy beasties. Bigfoot, bloke <gasps> terrified after he's discovering ape like creature in Canada. Surely that's one of the Lagina brothers, isn't it? Wandering around at night. Well. This video was captured by Ross Roberts, who was trekking through the woods of Canada. When he noticed something was not right, he revealed how he heard footsteps before noticing a dark figure lurking behind a tree. Can't even have a wee in peace, can you? You can't even have a wee. Is this that crap picture you posted? <gasps> yes. Oh, bunk then. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort Here drinking game, you can now I'm sorry, take bad. another shot. Try not it's to bad. let it run down your nose like Miss Akori. You're having a wee behind a tree. You're minding your own business. Wouldn't it be bad if the first ever authenticated Bigfoot photograph was a hominid laying cable in the woods? Do you see what I'm saying? That would be embarrassing. Mm. His friends would be laughing at him. All I went out there was to, you know, drop some cable. They took a photograph of me as it was hanging. Sticking to my fur. But the video shows the moment he was spooked and decided to leg it as quickly as possible. A close-up reveals an ape-like structure that appears to be creeping behind the tree. It's Marcel and he's been on steroids. (laughs) It was uploaded to YouTube where it has received more than 36,000 hits already. It's a YouTube video of a Bigfoot laying cable. And viewers were convinced it's proof that Yeti exists. Well, he was behind a tree. I think he was actually having a number one. Bigfoot dingleberries. Bigfoot dingleberries. (laughs) I'm going to start a TV show called The Bigfoot Dingleberries. It'll be on every Sunday at six o'clock after tea. Hmm. Another added, this is the most convincing evidence yet. And a third claim surprised you managed to get such good footage. Be careful not to shoot or it's just a man in a hairy suit. You can see the bunk photograph for yourself if you go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee where you can see the Bigfoot having a wee behind a tree. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in a round of green men and hairy beasts? At least mine is real. Oh, Oh, it's actually going to be on cryptozoology, is it? Or UFOs? Okay. Cryptozoology. I'll yeah. give you a point if it even fits the theme of this round. Watch this. Okay, I'm ready. I'm poised. Bizarre birdfish caught in a Chinese river. <laughs> birdfish. Yeah. That be one of them dear birdfish, boy. That's good eating. How'd you catch a birdfish? Mm. What do you got? A net? What are you doing? Gun. Gun net? <laughs> what are we looking at? Fishing rods? <laughs> Bat. Bat. <laughs> A fish. It's the taste of chicken, but with a fish meta narrative. It's got the base notes of a trout, but you can have a leg each. A fish with a head. It's an egg. Are you going to let me start? No, I'm having fun. I'm on a roll. Don't stop the flow. Roll. I love this show. Mm. I love this show. A fish with a head resembling that of a bird has been caught in a river in China's Guizhou province. Parrotfish. Yes. Recently released footage of the peculiar creature, which looks like an amalgamation of two different types of animals, went viral after it was uploaded onto Chinese social media platform Weibo. Can you imagine having a few drinks if you're a pigeon and you come back to your bedroom with a cup of tea? 
and there's a halibut staring at you and you're thinking, wow, what did I drink last night? I pulled a halibut. I'll share that with you. It'd be That's embarrassing. All your friends so would be bad. talking about it down the pub. You couldn't go to Pigeon Club, could you? you see no. what I'm saying? Well, since then, thousands of internet users have been attempting to figure out what it is. According to fish expert Yang Zing from the Gizu Fisheries Research Institute, the most likely explanation is that the creature is a carp with a prominent head deformity. Oh, what the possibility? Oh, here we go. Is that the- it took 52 minutes, didn't it? But we got there in the end. This is where we lose all of our Asian <laughs> listeners all over the world. Japan came in number five last week. You can't be doing that. They're four now. They're number four, are they? Now they understand what's going on. Thanks, Morris. Here we go. Brace yourself. Uh, one a possibility is that the embryo was damaged when it was a growing. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my. If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, I think that's a double right there. Are you all right? Something disappeared. Where's my pen gone? It went right up your nose. Unbelievable. Oh, another possibility is that a lack of oxygen. <laughs> Mr. <water>. Bond! <laughs> Uh, due to overcrowded fishing farming. Confucius say. Cause the fishy head to be deformed. Grasshopper. According to reports. <laughs> the we are losing so many listeners. <laughs> and the week the World Cup starts. Mm, the fish was later released back to the river. Love you, China. I will give you two remarkable fishy, parity, feathery mm. points. Oh, thank you. Avian naturist. Yes, you are now up to a rather large nine. Miss Curry, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology? Stephen Cliff from Gloucester could not believe his eyes when he looked up into the sky from the Lord High Constable of England's beer garden. He's in the beer garden. He's yep. having a few drinks. What yep. could possibly go wrong? Jars. Of course he's going to see things. What else is going to happen? As shown in the pictures, a shiny orange sphere can be seen glowing to the left of the sun. So it is the sun. Sun. It's a sun dog. It's a sun dog. It is. You've seen this, have you? I have. This happens quite a lot in Minnesota, doesn't it? It yes, is. a lot. Yes. Why didn't you let Curry finish a story tonight? Okay. How would that be? Oh. And Stephen insists it was visible to the naked eye, so it could not have been the glare from his camera. It's because it was his sun dog. Yeah. He told Gloucester Live, I took these photos simultaneously on Sunday, June 10th, about 8 p.m. I checked the moon phase for that night, and it was only a small crescent. The sun is clearly seen on the right, but what is the eerie object on the left? It appeared multicolored to the human eye. Still a sun dog. I hear what you're saying. I don't think she can hear us in her headphones if we whisper. I know. The pictures were taken looking across the canal at the Keys. Have you seen what she's wearing tonight? I can't believe she's come out wearing that. I know. She's got gravy all down her shirt. <laughs> Honest to God. I know. She drank everything. I know. She went through two pints of cherry brandy before we arrived. But I don't think she can hear us. I can't hear you. Good. 
You're done, are you? Yes. I will give you two points. You're up to nine and a half. That brings to a conclusion the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. We sprint very quickly and try and squeeze in as much as possible into the round that we call the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too strange, too bizarre. But don't fit easily into any other category, but we must read them out. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in s I can't wait to make Michelle puke. Oh, fantastic. Get, get the bucket ready. Get the bucket. Are you ready? This woman has a trigger gag reflex. It's incredible. Let's go. Doctors have pulled a live leech from a patron's oh, nostril. A nostril. Where it had been in hiding for two weeks. <laughs> two two weeks. weeks. I told you not to sniff those leeches. The disgusting. I did a line of leeches. <laughs> this is where it left me. I hate leeches. Her eyes are watering. I, I can see it. she's gone green. Wait, Look at the, the woman. the story gets better. The disgusting extraction was filmed by a nurse as Dr. Lu Wangong oh, grabbed no. the parasite and yanked it out. Oh. The 51-year-old had been having nosebleeds for 10 days nonstop. Oh. He went to the... You need a good farmer's blow. That'll be straight out. He, <laughs> straight out. <laughs> he went to the... Oh, it gets better, Michelle. He there, went to it's the, gone. Oh my! High People's Hospital in South China, and was helped by Doctor Liu, who is the facility's chief ear, nose, and throat specialist. He tells the patient to be calm while the man's in agonizing facial expressions suggest it could be a painful experience. In the footage, when the leech is finally pulled out oh. his right nostril, the patient's eyes widen in disbelief. It's out. Gone. Dr. Liu said, the male patient is a 51-year-old. Mr. Bond. He just come back from a walk in Yunnan province. I don't go out has... for a walk and come up with a leech stuck in an orifice. What's he work. doing? And has been suffering a nosebleeds for more than 10 days. His wife, she said she seen something peek out his <gasps> nostrils. Oh, sweet Jesus. Peekaboo. When I checked, I saw it in his right nostril. I don't remember eating that. Then I found something peeking in his left nostril, and then suddenly it disappeared. It's coming oh. in and out like one of those Swiss clocks that, you know, there's little people going in and out. There's more than one. Oh. You think there's a family up there, dear? Oh. It's all connected up there. Of course, you're going down either side, it's aren't you? It's kind of like Pop Goes the Weasel, isn't it? Hungry hippos. Whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. <laughs> smack him in the chops here. Oh, missed it. Try Ooh, again. It's there. like pick a leech. I'm sweating. Oh, my God. Look at me. <laughs> There's nothing better, is there, than a Midwest pioneer woman sweating? Oh, we confirmed it's a leech. Do you want a sweater or would you prefer a screamer? My nurse, she almost corrupted. It is not entirely clear how the patient acquired the slithery nose invader, but it's likely that it entered his nostrils while he swam in a river and it went right up his nose. So he's lucky then in many respects, you know what I'm saying? If that climbs up his bum and it's holding all night parties, that's going to keep you awake for hours. Oh, well, he is believed to have hosted that leech up his nose moving around, peeking in and out of the nose for two weeks. Nice. I'd charge it rent at that point. Can you imagine? <laughs> it like a gummy worm. You're trying to pull out a gummy worm. Pokes his head. It says hello. <laughs> Look at her face. That's a lovely shade of green. What would you say that was? Sage or olive? Where are we going with this? Leech in the nose or God only knows I shall give you two remarkable <sighs> points, Miss Morris. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you're tech savvy. That means you have found us on one of our platforms. So why not cut and paste and share on your social media sites that you're listening? 
to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. Thank you for coming to find us. We appreciate that. But if your mother is in the corner of the room with a blanket over and a cup of cocoa, if your kids are playing innocently on the floor pretending not to listen to this show, you might want to usher them away. You have been warned. This is the round we can't read out on air, but we can read it out on our platforms. A randy husband was reportedly outed as a cheater after he got stuck inside his mistress during sex. Oh, that's not the first time we've done a story like that. The unknown couple were caught in flagrante in Kenya. I think in flagrante is the capital of Kenya. So they were caught in flagrante, which is the capital of Kenya, last weekend after it is believed the man's wife enlisted the help of a witch doctor. Ooh, saw the pictures. They are said to have locked themselves inside their room and had to shout so staff would come and help them. Why did it look like they were in the back of a truck? Because that's where they ended up. That That's not a truck. That's a Kenyan ambulance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Champagne problems. <laughs> it just looked like somebody put him in the back of a Datsun pickup with yep. a topper that's, on it. That's, that's, it an baby. Af- that's an African ambulance, that is. You've been spoiled, Morris. That's the good one. That was the good one. That they were hosing the blood out of the other one. The man, and they stopped at a tobacconist on the way there. The man's lover is said to be the landlady who owns the home in Lodwa, where he lives with his family. That's how he paid the rent. His other half has reportedly become suspicious of his movements. And their landlady vanishing every time he was away on business in Katale. She had accused him of having an affair before allegedly enlisting the help of a witch doctor. Hotel staff contacted local cops who took the couple to a police station while the husband was still in his lover. Wait, mm. they, w- they went to the police station instead of the hospital in yes, the back of the Datsun? that's right, in the back of a Datsun together. No need to handcuff then, I like see. Like a couple of foxes. They weren't going anywhere, were they? Why Not didn't really. it come out? I'm sorry? Why was it stuck in there? I will tell you. Thank you. Oh, I will give it's you like all a the dog. Inform- like with spikes? I've never stuck no. my finger in a dog. No, it's like a dog where they swell up. What? And then, like, the female shrinks. Oh, grips it. Yeah. And so it can't go anywhere. Mm. You really should be. We should be on video cam right now. No, we shouldn't, because no one wants to see those actions. <laughs> Are you sure? Look at um, that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this. Adrian, look at this. Put your clothes back on. What's wrong with <laughs> you both? No, honestly, t- I don't want to see it. It's look at stuck. it. It's like a bear trapper's hat. Put it away. I got it stuck in there. Oh, disgusting. I Hotel staff <laughs> contacted local cops who took the couple away. They were reportedly later separated safely. So what's unsafely? Like an angle grinder or something? Ooh, do you hose them off? Yeah, like get the hose. Get them with the holes. It is possible for a vagina to clamp a penis in a rare sexual See? situation. I once lost my wristwatch. You're sexual physician Dr. John Dean previously told the BBC the muscles of the woman's pelvic floor contract. That was a bit Captain Kirk, wasn't it? Mm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it in the style of Captain Go on. Kirk. The muscles of the woman's pelvic floor contract rhythmically at orgasm. What's mythmically? Like my mother's snoring. While those muscles contract, the penis becomes stuck and further engorged. The man is finally able to pull out his member when the vagina muscles relax. And 
relax. Stop tensing, Michelle. You're going to get wrinkles. She was only sat in my lap or it's the Venus flytrap. You decide. Go to our (laughs) Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Well, Instagram star dubbed real Barbie of Berlin after her third boob job boosts her chest to an eye-watering 80-liter, or maybe that's 80L bra. ATL. I don't think that's 80 liters. <laughs> that's a lot of liters. That's a swimming pool. I, like a, that's not liters. I, that's I a, believe anything. That's the size of her bra. It's an L. ADL is what AT, ATL. That's right. Where would you get an ATL bra from? I don't think. Okay, I know what mine is. Yeah. And it's an 80 L. But uh, don't worry. I have visual aids for you guys here in a second. Lovely. Don't Perfect. worry. That's what oh, I need. I'm a, I'm a yes. visual learner. Mm-hmm, Kinesthetic and visual, man. Yes. Well, yes. a surgery-obsessed model has spent nearly 40,000 pounds in pursuit of plastic perfection and now believes she has the biggest boobs in Germany. Paris Herms. That's 20- something, isn't it? <laughs> if you've, you've seen German women, right? Yeah. They have I a lot know. of wood out front of their chalet, don't they? I don't they? know if she's the biggest boob there, but we'll You're see. You're right. Paris Herms, 27, known as the real Barbie of Berlin, recently had her third set of breast implants fitted, increasing her cup size to 80L. Both of the body-confident Instagram stars' boobs now weigh a hefty two kilograms each following the surgery. How much is that? Five I thought right said Fred had walked in. Oh, well, I'm thinking to myself, she can't be body confident if she's had three boob jobs. How can your that's skin... That's going to be... I was going to say, that's pulling I, the muscles off of her shoulders. How can skin support that? Well, you, I, yeah. Who knows? She said, it's been a dream of mine for a long time to bring my breast up to two kilograms. Two when I woke kilos. Up, when I woke up from the anesthetic, I felt extremely happy. And dopey. She and named them both. Happy and dopey. <laughs> Elves. Can I, I feel the dwarf? Can I feel grumpy now? Uh, <laughs> that's lower. Sleepy. Mm, I felt super happy and was totally satisfied that it's behind me. No, it's in front of you, sweetheart. I'll say. And I finally achieved what I wanted. Paris admits that while it's very nice to have the biggest boobs in her native land, it wasn't her primary goal, really. Uh-huh. I've yeah. seen this woman. She's got a very odd face as well, I might add. Ah, uh, hence the visual aid I'm going to give <gasps> okay. you. I like big breasts because they represent femininity, which I find great. I would have done the same even if they weren't the biggest. I feel happy with my body. Just the way it is right now, the opposite of how I felt in the past. So while the Instagram star has loved Barbie dolls since her childhood, her cosmetic transformation began after she was bullied at school for being ugly. Yes. So nothing's changed. Not really. Again, the visual aids in a second. She said, I wasn't originally very pretty and I used to be bullied a lot. I like to look like a doll because I would like to look faultless. Oh, the pictures. The pictures. It's grim. But while she Honestly, gained... it's like a couple of beach balls. But while she gained thousands of fans online, her plastic look has also attracted critics. And I have to admit, I'm one of them. 
Other people's opinions on my looks vary. Some find the appearance good, some don't, which is, of course, understandable because everybody has a different ideal when it comes to beauty. Now, the model's loving grandmother, Doris Lemke, with whom she lives in Berlin, she's 27, mind you, has cared for Paris over her many surgeries, including her most recent boob job. Now, just to be clear, she posted a picture of herself in a nice bikini, and it's like a Versace or whatever. Dolce and banana. Banana. Dolce and banana. Bikini, because she likes posing in lingerie. Well, anyway, (laughs) the background of her room is all freaking Hello Kitty. She's 27. And she's 27. Hang on, if you've got a Hello Kitty lunchbox, you can't be walking through New Mexico with that. You'll get arrested. Oh, yes. Well, blah, blah, blah. Her grandmother said she doesn't agree with her surgeries, but she still loves her granddaughter. Blah, blah, blah. I'm beautiful. And her last quote was, I simply love to look completely artificial. My motto is plastic is fantastic. So would you like to see the visual models? I've done some comparisons. Mm. If you'd like. What, with yourself? And not really, no. The top one is her, and the bottom is, I'm going to let you quote. Okay, let's have a look at you. Oh, my. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Go on. swollen. Well, that's a character from Little Britain. The one at the bottom, there's a picture of on her top, and she looks exactly like... Is her name Ping Pong or Ting Tong? Ting Tong, that's it from Little Britain. There you go. Does it not look like her? It's not a good look. I have to say that. Oh my God, that's Ting Tong with huge breasts. Yes, it is. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Dudway. Oh no, Mr. Dudway. Is that not incredible? Because the first time I saw her, I was like, oh my God, that's Ting Tong. Ting Tong. So people who see this article, you have to do some comparison with Ting Tong and explain the Ting Tong character. She's uh, in the comedy show Little Britain. <laughs> yes. Matt Lucas, the actor, plays a Filipino bride and dresses up as a woman. It's a comedy sketch where a really disgusting, dirty old man orders a male order bride who's Filipino. And it's a guy dressed up as a woman. And The character is. She's yeah. a lady boy. She's That's a right. lady boy. And, and the comedy ensues from there. Ultimately. Yes. But it looks like her, doesn't it? It's like a cross between Cher and Ting Tong. And you know that's not a good look, right? It's that bad. It's like Cher and Ting Tong had a baby. Barbie of Berlin, or I'm going for a milky swim. Oh. Miss Corey, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? New pants. You've got new pants. Mm -hmm. Mm. Goo has launched these quirky contrast pocket trousers. The chinos look perfectly ordinary from the back but they have an unusual feature at the front. For an unknown reason, the Japanese designer has stitched an odd pocket in a very intimate area. See, if you get robbed and mugged, you're going to enjoy yourself is Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. This added material resembles a codpiece, a medieval clothing item that was used to accentuate the genital area. Some of us don't need to accentuate Mm. our genital area. I just thought I'd share that. I don't. No. (laughs) (laughs) What's all that talk about bejazzling, man? No, I know. I almost had a story, but it was more visual than anything. People are bedazzling their bums for summer. Have you seen that? Bedazzling your bum. The cheek or the inner area? 
The starfish. No, they're bums. They're painting. They're glitterizing oh, everything. Like, that's going to feel like you've got a bit of nut in your tooth, isn't it? Like a, you've got like gritty. A, that's going to feel like you've down. got a bit of dirt in your eye. Yeah, oh well, that's... it'll get in your eye, all right. Oh, <sighs> nice. I need an eye bath. <laughs> The modern upgrade seems to be taking a more practical approach to the style, urging customers to use their pocket to store items. Mm-hmm. Like their Johnson? Or their wallet. Wow. Their gun. I'm going to put my loose change in there. <laughs> yeah. While this may seem like a practical idea, it may be a bit awkward for blokes to show off a strangely big bulge. Wait a second. So they're acting... Has that front cod piece as an extra pocket? Yes, for them to hold like their baby bottle or summer a sausage. Roll of quarters. Yes. What am I going to do summer with my sausage. summer sausage? Cudgel. Uh, yeah, a bratwurst. That's a tissue. <laughs> toilet roll. Rubber ducky. <laughs> roll of socks. Roll of nickels. Uh, quarter pounder with cheese. Chapstick. Chapstick. Yeah. Lipstick. Cutty toy. Toaster. Yeah. Wow, he's won the lot. Can of wine. Oh. Mm. I feel like I'm on the prices right. (laughs) You've won the lot. Hurrah. No whammies. (laughs) For seven pounds, customers have the option to purchase the item in white, tan, or navy. Or flesh. Mm. Each time the pocket is a contrasting shade to make the penis region really stand out. I want one in fur. Ooh, furry. Yeah. Adrian? You want a furry penis pocket? Yes. Mm. Hot pocket. <laughs> furry pocket. Harry Potter. Furry pocket. Harry Potter. Furry pocket. <laughs> I want a furry purse. Harry pocket and the stone. I have a furry purse. <laughs> have you seen my furry wallet? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to you, you just finish off the show and I'll be back at the end. <laughs> Bang on the door when you're done and I'll come in and finish off. (laughs) Even though the bottoms are a little out of the box, shoppers seem to be enjoying them. The trousers have racked up plenty of four-star reviews online, although they've yet to sell out. So, really? So they're still in stock. We got got plenty to go with there. Plenty of stock. Yeah. Will I be buying a pair? Mm -hmm. What do you need a pair for? You only need one. No, she said, will I be buying a pair of chinos or whatever they're yeah. called? Oh, not a pair of pockets, a pair of chinos. Contrast pocket trousers. Ooh. Furry. Just ready furries. for the shops for Christmas. None of the people I'm about to describe will ever need this special penis pocket for their chinos. Ting tong. Naked bike ride sees hundreds strip <gasps> off in London and Manchester. The bizarre event which sees riders strip off their clothes, race and take part in London and Manchester and many other cities around the world. Today's ride in London kicked off at six different starting points. Tower Hill, Regent's Park, West Norwood, Hyde Park, Clapham Junction and Kew Bridge. Footage showed the riders making their way through the city of London in various states of undress. Some went topless, others stripped to their underwear. While the bravest riders wore Some nothing. had no bicycle seat. Some oh. had no bicycle seat. <laughs> she drove all around all the M25. Took 180 miles. With a smile on her face. Until they couldn't hit a get pothole. Her off, couldn't get her off that bike. <laughs> I went home and burned that bike. 
And then I threw it away. <laughs> the ride demonstrates the vulnerability of cyclists and is a protest against car culture. A smaller race in Manchester took place yesterday evening with around 300 riders. The event celebrates cycling and body freedom, as well as protesting the dominance of cars. Cyclists are also encouraged to decorate themselves in body paint, anti-rash cream, or wear fancy dress if they aren't feeling like pedalling in the buff. It's not the dominance of cars, it's the dominance of bras. There wasn't a bra in sight. Or a car. I feel I, like that's a great place for bicycle butt bejeweling. To, oh, butt bejeweling on a naked bicycle. Ooh. See, it ties in together. Yeah. I want to ride my bicycle, I want to ride my bike. Or I'm taking a hike. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. You will see the naked cyclists digitized. What would you do? What would I do? Would you do it? I'd take the North Circular, get to as far as Tower Bridge, and then I'd go up the Strand probably. Would you join the naked bike ride? Let's look at an anatomical person. Yeah, I'm worried about this. You know, if I'm a man and I'm on a bicycle and my thighs and knees are going up and down. Do you put a ball on each side? <sighs> Is there duct tape? Do you know, I started this show five <laughs> years ago thinking I want a serious paranormal talk radio show. And now one of my guests has just asked me on air whether one ball goes one side <laughs> and one ball goes the other if I'm riding a bicycle <laughs> naked. And then the Todger just lays on the seat. I think it all moves. I think the whole package goes to the left, the whole package goes to the right, left, right, left, right, it. left, right. Look at look at ball bouncing like this. It's almost mesmerizing. Then you gotta stand up, get I think up it's, the hill. I think it's worse for the woman. Mm. Mm. Are you worried if the balls will get caught in the chain? I'm not worried about anything. <laughs> <laughs> You've got problems, Morris. They will bounce off your knee. Can you imagine getting your balls stuck in the chain? They'd throw you in the back of a Toyota pickup and you'd be off to the police station. What a day that was. Do you remember the day your balls got stuck in the bicycle chain? How we laughed. Wow. Do you remember that day? Oh, you've told us a story about how it got stuck in your zipper once. Every man has done that. And trust me, you only do it once. There you go. What stops you after? Yeah. My mother. <laughs> oh. Velcro. You didn't... What stops you afterwards for the rest of your life is you take more care is what happens. Do it's you like... put your finger in as you zip up or what? What is this? Do you use... Miss Morris, what have you got for me now in the round of not for your mother? I got nothing. You've got nothing. <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise me? I'm still thinking me? about your finger I and can... zipping. <laughs> Why am I here? And the ball on each side of the seat. Boing, boing. Clackers. Clackers. <laughs> Your strangulated testicles are not low laughing matter, madam. Unbelievable. I really want to see pictures. All good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with a K2 meter and a leech farm with a dead battery. Is myself. I never got off of a rather poor and disappointing four, which is ridiculous when I'm the scorer. Mm. In second place is Cheryl, who scored seven and a half points. Yay, me! In first place, yes. winning tickets to Japan Ooh, to see the World it. Cup, <gasps> winning the $33,000 IR camera, 
and a hairy suit to run around the woods in is Miss Morris, who scored 11 oh, marvellous points. Thank you points. very much. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site, More Questions and Answers. With Adrian Leo, you can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. Remember, every single story from tonight's show all of the cartoons all of the photographs the videos the chatter the messages can be found on facebook if you go to our facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee and you can now go to soundcloud where we would do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show and around we call not for your mother that we can't read out on air for fear of being fined or being removed you go to soundcloud.com search for mqta radio my gratitude and greatest thank you extended to chad peters lorna hunter heather morris Yaton drain michelle corrie and all the international paranormal society into paranormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including lakes area paranormal interest group and move on of minnesota you've been listening to mqta radio the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with your host adrian lee we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the darkness it just remains for me to say thank you for listening